Uh, I'm just really thankful to have the opportunity to share today. Um, UCMIT gets the opportunity to preach well, at least once this year. And uh, I wanted to wait until second semester because I thought I could have more experience. Maybe I wouldn't have as much heresy in my message as I would have in the first round. Um, but then now I get to follow up to what we heard at SALT. And so there's no pressure or anything on me, but it's just we heard some world class speakers last week, and I'm like, yeah, inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also have to show some honor to my wonderful wife. Um, I get to preach after she preached, and she gave a great example to me of what a great sermon looks like. So, um, yeah, she did an amazing job. Um, I'm excited for this topic that God put on my heart today. Um, because it's one that I feel like God has been trying to teach me for a long time. It's one of those things where it's like it keeps coming up over and over again, and I think it's probably because I have a thick head or something. <laughs> um, but the, my topic is uh, daily surrender, and uh, we heard a lot about the importance of surrendering our lives at Salt last weekend. Um, just like kind of more inspirational, like give everything to Jesus, give our lives to Him. Um, and uh, I've heard, I'm sure a lot of us, even if we didn't go last weekend to Salt, have heard of something similar. Um, but I feel like God's put on my heart to talk about the kind of surrender that happens every day. That isn't always the most flashy kind of surrender. You know, there's like, I'm going to go down to the altar, and yes, I'm giving everything to Jesus. But then, it's, we go back home and it's not always the same, you know. Um, it's the daily dying self kind. The, the difficult kind. <laughs> um, so would you pray with me um, and invite the Holy Spirit to speak to us today as we, as we dive in. So, um, Holy Spirit, uh, we just thank you for bringing each of us here this morning. Um, I ask that you use me to speak and minister to these awesome folks. And uh, would you teach us about what daily obedience looks like and how to carry this out in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, the main point of my message this morning is um, the prerequisite for missional living is daily surrender to Jesus. Uh, to, for today's sake, my definition of missional living is to be a disciple of Jesus who makes other disciples of Jesus. Pretty straightforward. Um, for people who are in D group, I had this sermon, like the idea for this like a couple months ago, like or not months ago, but like at the beginning of January before we started doing all the D group things and the first salt and all that stuff, so it's one of those moments where I'm like, I think the Holy Spirit is trying to teach me something at least. <laughs> um, and so it's pretty awesome. But um, missional living is to be a disciple of Jesus who makes other disciples of Jesus. Um, have you ever had a class that looked really interesting for your major? You didn't have the right prereqs though. It was like a 400 level or something. You're like, wow, that looks really cool, really interesting. But because you didn't have the prerequisite information or knowledge base or the things going right, in order to take that course. Um, sometimes that can be really annoying, because you're like, I want this class so I can finish my major earlier, but I have to take these other courses to get a more general basic information. And uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of us here have done that, and I think the same can be true when we want to live our lives intentionally on a mission for Jesus. Um, part of living, or following Jesus, is living our lives with intention, just as Jesus did. Uh, but what is it that we need to do in order for us to start living our lives intentionally and missionally for Christ's kingdom? Um, and so to start off, I actually want to share a little bit of my backstory. Um, 
when I was like 11 or so, I was at a Christian camp, the one we went ice fishing at, for those who know, <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, I was there, and it was like a crazy altar call moment. Like, I felt called to missions. I was like 11 years old or so. I was crying, sucking carpet, you know, have a Jesus moment. <laughs> it was awesome, powerful. Uh, fast forward a few years later, and um, I was like, okay, I'm in high school, and for my time in high school, I'm going to just try really hard to get into a school, where at school, at college, I can learn how to be a missionary, and then go somewhere else and be a missionary um, overseas. And uh, I really was so focused on just schoolwork at that time that I feel like I really neglected opportunities to build relationships with people and to be more intentional about living my life, <laughs> you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, at the time went by really fast, and I pushed it off till later. You know, I figured, like, I could graduate high school, and then I'd go be a missionary. Um, and so it was, like, the whole later thing. Um, but then God miraculously opened the door for me to attend school here at UMF. That was not on my radar at all. <laughs> I kind of had hoped, you know, Michigan is, like, a cool school and really awesome, and I had a great football team, at least. You know, most of the time. Sometimes. <laughs> Debatable. We won't get into that right now. It's a different topic. But, um, but God opened the door for me to come here. So I started coming to Chi Alpha as a young freshman. Um, and I realized I could be, live my life on mission while still being a student, um, which is kind of crazy. I've never really thought of it that way before. <laughs> uh, but it was still really, really hard. Because even though I became a core leader, which is like a structural way of making disciples, it was still easy for me to get the mindset of just checking off the boxes of like, okay, I did my core group lesson, um, I attended the meetings, whatever we do in that process, you know. Um, but I wasn't daily walking in obedience to Jesus. There were still things in my life I was struggling with and things that, like, it was more of a checklist. I wasn't, like, completely surrendered. And I still had the mentality that after I graduated my degree, later on, I'll go do missions. It wasn't like, this is necessarily the time right now I tried to think of it that way, but it was something I had to really battle with. It was like living right now intentionally every day for Jesus. Um, yeah, so I, I don't think I'm the only one who struggled with this type of thinking either. Um, I think this is something we have to daily, well, daily surrender, right? <laughs> um, and uh, I think things like busyness, relationships, worrying about our futures, entertainment, a lot of other things can cause us to be distracted by those things. And those are things that I personally came up with because those are things I personally struggle with surrendering. Uh, but in order to live missionally day by day, Jesus requires us to surrender to him daily. Uh, and it's hard for, enough for me to not procrastinate daily washing my dishes, <laughs> which I think came up in Brooks' sermon, <laughs> than it is for me to daily surrender to Jesus. That's a lot. That feels like a lot more, you know. Um, and so what does the Bible say about living our lives on mission and daily surrendering to Jesus? Let's get into the Word. Um, this, the passage of Scripture that we're going to look at today is Luke chapter 9, and we're going to start in verse 23. And I'll wait just a second just to get there. I should have had my Bible up here, but I printed off the Scriptures on my, my page, so the works, you know. <laughs> we all have our Bibles on our phones anyway, so... Well, some of us. All right. So, Luke chapter 9, verse 23 says, Then Jesus said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. 
What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? And I chose this version of the passage because this passage comes up in pretty much every gospel. Um, but the other ones just say take up their cross. This one in Luke says take up their cross daily. And I think you could make the same argument for the other passages too, but it's just a lot easier when the scripture itself says daily. <laughs> so that's why I chose this one. Uh, but before I dive into this specific little chunk of goodness here, um, I wanted to provide a little bit of background on what led up to this moment and why Jesus is teaching this. Um, at the beginning of chapter 9, Jesus has just sent out his 12 disciples. He's given them authority to go out, to preach the gospel, the kingdom is here. Um, and they were doing crazy miracles, demons were being cast out, it was pretty crazy, you know? Um, and then after that, Jesus does a miracle of feeding the 5,000 with two fish and five loaves. And we went ice fishing yesterday, some of us, and we caught about eight fish, and I can't even imagine feeding the 10 people we took with those eight fish, let alone 5,000 people with two fish. So it was definitely a miracle of God that he was able to multiply that food. <laughs> um, so they're living on like this spiritual high, right? Um, they've just been sucked out, demons have been cast out, it's, it's incredible. Um, but once the miracles were over, Jesus kind of had a quiet moment with himself, or with the disciples for himself. Um, this is when he asks, that, asks his disciples, who do the crowds say that I am? And um, it's at this moment where um, he also asks the disciples, who do you say that I am? And when Peter confesses that Jesus is the Messiah, and this is a pretty awesome moment because he's confessing that Jesus is the Christ. And so within this context, we have this. As Jesus then goes on to predict his death, and then we have this passage. Um, he says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Whoever wants to be my disciple. It's kind of crazy. Um, it's like, here we can see Jesus calling his disciples, if you want to follow me, if you want to continue in this supernatural life of abundance, um, and it, like, of making disciples, um, it also goes to us today. It is so we want to be disciples of Jesus who go and make other disciples. And, um, but how do we make this happen? What must we do? We must deny that Jesus says that whoever wants to follow him must deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. Um, and that's the prereq. <laughs> uh, we can see the prerequisite for being a disciple of Christ is the act of walking with him through taking up our cross daily. Um, and the disciples have just seen Jesus do crazy miracles, both on his own and through them. Um, uh, but he doesn't say that this is the prerequisite for being uh, the disciple. He says to be his disciple, we must deny ourselves, take up our cross daily, and follow him. And the cross isn't easy for sure, but Jesus went there first, and he invites us there with him. Uh, and while the word surrender is not explicitly mentioned here, it's definitely a principle in this section. Uh, when Christ says, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life from me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Um, he's talking about giving up one thing to gain another, and to specifically lay down our lives to gain a supernatural life with Jesus. And uh, so many times I've seen in my own life that this, the dependency to focus on the spiritual high moments, like salt last week, or like when I was a kid at camp, I was like, oh yeah, this is it, you know? Um, uh, and this can be like a modern day version maybe of like feeding the 5,000, 
It's like this crazy miracle just happened. I've only been in a room with like 5,000 people maybe once or twice. And that was a lot of people. <laughs> like a lot of people. Um, and so that must have been a really awesome moment for them. Um, but uh, uh, like there's a ton of people there. Everyone's having a great time. But I think sometimes it can be easy to lose that like spiritual high energy, the fervor. Um, when we go back into that one discussion section, that the GSI makes us all actually talk to each other instead of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I had a couple of those and I learned a lot from it, but it was like, why? <laughs> As a former teacher, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, I see Jesus teaching us an awesome principle that goes beyond living for the spiritual high moments. To live each day on mission for the kingdom requires us to daily take up our cross. If the disciples were to continue living their lives on the mission Jesus commissioned them for, they had to daily surrender themselves to him. And the same is true for us today living in our room at UMF. To be a disciple of Jesus who makes disciples, we have to daily surrender ourselves to him. If we want to see our lives, our friends and family's lives, our neighbors and our campus transformed by the love of Christ, we must deny ourselves, take up our cross daily, and follow Jesus. The greatest example of this daily surrender that I can think of is Jesus. Um, and you know, he said, "Like I only see what my I only do what I see my Father doing," which is pretty pretty radical. And uh, the night before he physically went to the cross that God called him to, he prayed, "Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done." And this is just such an awesome example of surrender. He was just completely surrendered to God the Father, even to the very end. Um, and then we also get to, he also was resurrected, which is the joy of the cross is the resurrection. Right? And what's beautiful is that Jesus doesn't just ask us to do this on our own. Um, in fact, we're following him to the cross in this process, when we take up our cross each day. Um, and it was love that drew, drove Jesus to the cross, and as we take up our cross, we get to experience his love through his suffering. But it's pretty awesome. Uh, Jesus loves us so much that he wants more and more of our hearts. And he wants us, well, he wants his love to overflow in our lives and into the lives of those around us. But this has to come to the cross. That's where Christ's love and wrath at the same time was all poured out. It's pretty, pretty amazing. So, what exactly does this attitude of daily surrender look like? Uh, how can we apply this to our lives? There's a theoretical, and now let's try to get into the practical. Um, well, first of all, I'd say we shouldn't go out and grab a giant cross and walk around with it on our back every day. That probably would not be very productive. <laughs> um, like, yeah, that would not be very good. Um, I think the first step is to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to attune our attitudes to His and to make us aware of what we can daily surrender to Him. Um, we're taking up our cross as he took up his cross and he's the one who did it first so we should ask him how to do it. <laughs> right? um, and so to surrender something I think really means to stop fighting a battle. You know, surrender is a term of battle. And so if you're surrendering, you're giving up that fight. So what battles are we fighting here that we need to let go of and give to God? Um, and as I was praying about this for the sermon and just for my own life, I came up with a few things that we can surrender daily. But this isn't an exhaustive list, of course, uh, but just a few things that I prayed through. Uh, and these are um, our sin, our self-ambition, and our time. Uh, we all sin, we all fall short, and maybe there's something we turn to that we need to cope or escape that isn't healthy, 
Maybe we struggle with worrying about our futures instead of placing our hope in God. And maybe we're so worried about other, what other people think of us that we refuse to do what's right. Uh, these are all things that I personally struggle with. Um, and so I think other people probably have as well. Uh, but Jesus wants us to surrender those things to him. The battles that we fight with sin, he wants us to give them to him. Um, and a great way to do this is through confession. Because <laughs> God gives us the Holy Spirit to come alongside us, but he also gives us the body of believers to fight with each other. Fight alongside each other. We don't want to fight each other, but fight alongside each other, right? <laughs> Uh, but find someone you can trust and confess to them the battle you're going through and ask for prayer. Uh, the Bible tells us in James that uh, we'll be healed if we confess and pray with one another. Uh, but I found a lot of healing through confession of the battles that I fight. And, uh, it's, it really, really is hard to do. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> but it's really, really healing too. Um, uh, another area of daily surrender that got on my heart is surrendering our self-ambition. Um, we can see this taught in passages like James 3 and Philippians 1. Um, and another word for this is probably pride, but pride is such a wide sweeping topic that I wanted to focus on selfish ambition. Because it's one that I easily fall into, and I think it's easy for U of M students here to fall into, because it's kind of part of the culture here. It's like getting ahead. Maybe not just culture at U of M, but human nature <laughs> is self-preservation, but um, yeah, so this is a tough one, um, but I don't think um, it's necessarily wrong to be ambitious in and of itself. I think goals are helpful, and I think having dreams is even, can be given to you by God, but if my ambition is rooted in my own self-promotion and in my own ability to achieve, then I'm really not giving the glory to God, but to me, and we don't want to do that, right? God deserves all glory. Um, and that isn't exactly taking up our cross and dying to self. And it's kind of the opposite. So I have to daily surrender my own ambition to God and trust Him that even if I fail or don't get everything done, um, that He is still God and that we can do this. We do this for Him anyways. And the last one that I wanted to touch on is surrendering our time. Have I totally surrendered my life? Because when you think about it, time is equal to life, <laughs> right? What I spend my time on is how I spend my life. And I was going to have you guys just ask Isaac, because he's a physicist, if you would know all that stuff about time, but he's not here, unfortunately. So you don't have to, everyone just text Isaac. Hey, is it true that time is equal to life? So I guess with this one, this is one that God has really been teaching me this year personally, because in my life, the first thing typically to be cut out when I get start getting busy and when deadlines are approaching is my daily time with Jesus. And for some reason, I don't know why I do that, but for some reason, that's the easiest one for me to do. Um, and so the question that I'm asking is, does my schedule ref reflect that I want to value following Jesus? Um, this doesn't necessarily even mean, like, being a core leader is also a great way to do that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that automatically shows I value following Jesus because if as a core group leader, it, while I was a core group leader, I didn't always value giving God my time every day. It was more like, I'm doing this because I feel like I have to. Sometimes it was that way, but not always. Um, yeah. And so I guess what I'm saying is what's most important is 
in our service to God, we remember that to obey is better than sacrifice. And so to connect with God, to be with him, fellowship every day is what he desires from us, especially in our leadership. And whatever field we go into someday, you know, whether it's engineering, whether it's teaching, you know, the daily inviting is what um, will help with that. And it's kind of crazy, even last year at the end of the semester, um, we go on like a prayer retreat for the CMITs, and um, I was on my prayer retreat, and at the end of it, I was like, God, is there some one last thing? Well, okay, I was being chased through the woods by a crazy guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went on a little backpacking retreat thing, and I was like having this great time with Jesus, and it was all awesome. <laughs> this is off script, so <laughs> it was awesome. God was really speaking to me. It was like me, the trees, the, the Jesus, and it was great. I love nature, <laughs> the Jesus, <laughs> um, the only one, you know, the one and only. And uh, on my way back to my car, I had about a half an hour left of walking, and I heard like loud noises. And I was like, what is that noise? And I see a dude. There's like a okay. There's like a lake, and I'm walking along the trail, and there's a bridge on the lake, and I see a guy singing and screaming, like, rock on, and stuff, really, really loud. And I'm like, that's cool, you do you, you do your thing, whatever, I'm gonna go this way. And I start walking this way, I'm looking at the map, and then I hear something, and I see the guy walking towards me, and I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this, but I'm like, I don't want a part of it. <laughs> I'm by myself, I was a 40-pound backpack on my back, and I'm like, I don't want any part of that. So I just start walking as fast as I can with my backpack on, back in my car, and it kind of disrupted my, you know, tranquility. <laughs> so I spent a few moments in my car, like, Jesus, is there one last thing you want to say to me? And he said, you're too busy. And I was like, dang. <laughs> like, as a CMIT, we do all kinds of great things for God, but Jesus told me I'm too busy and I'm not spending enough time with him. And that kind of wrecked me for a second. <laughs> I was like, oh boy. <laughs> And so, God, this year, God is really challenging me. How am I spending my time? Am I spending my time surrendered to Jesus, whatever that is, or am I surrendered, or am I just doing things because they're good things to do? Um, and so, to daily surrender means we give God our day. Sometimes that means, you know, our day, we have plans, right? I think God honors planning. Um, but that sometimes that means something totally unexpected happens, so we have to just go with it, right? So we surrender our plans and the chaos <laughs> to Jesus. And, uh, yeah, I think there's both intentionality and the flexibility there. Um, but it's easier to surrender the entire span of our lives, like at that altar call moment, um, sometimes than to daily just surrender our day to Jesus, you know, the next hour, <laughs> right? Um, and when we orient our day around surrendering to Jesus, it's a lot easier to say yes and he calls us to surrender more time in our life, right? And isn't Jesus so awesome? Uh, he just loves us so much that he invites us to give him more and more of ourselves every day so that um, he can give more and more of himself to us. And that's just kind of mind-blowing to me. Um, and one of the beautiful things about daily surrendering ourselves to Christ is that each day we have the opportunity to become closer to Him. We become more sensitive to His voice, and our lives are a pure reflection of His goodness and mercy. The natural outcome of this is an impact on the lives around us. As Christ transforms us, that transformation flows out into those around us. And as we begin to surrender daily, we can help 
We can't help but see people the way he sees them, situations the way he sees them, and love the way he does. And that is a pretty great definition of living missionally. Daily surrender isn't the most glamorous thing in the world, but the prerequisite for missional living is daily surrender to Jesus. So as the band comes up to play, band, great band, let's ask God to show us how we can individually surrender ourselves to him daily. Um, and I have a few questions that I'm currently praying through that I would show, thought I would share with you guys, um, just in reflection, and maybe you could pray through as well. Um, but the questions that I'm asking myself right now is, how can I live my life each day as a living sacrifice to Jesus? What battles am I fighting each day that I need to surrender to Him? And what plans am I making that I need to give to God? And so, yeah, I'll hand it over to Pastor Chris and see what happens. <laughs>